If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites according to a recent Indeed survey. With Indeed, everything hiring is all in one place and it makes it so easy. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences each day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. The more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join the more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Indeed.com slash podcast. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the In and After Show. We're back after a short break from last week where... I guess I would have called last week um, an act of God that prevented us from yeah. streaming, really. Wait, what happened? Oh, James James had car trouble. Yeah. No Not great. way. His car yeah. blew up. Yeah. It did. It didn't blow No, it didn't literally blow up. Your car oh, blew up into flames? No, no, not, not in flames, but the cylinders... Uh did um start make it, my car was rattling like an old jalopy and so i definitely had to take that in and yeah. um, got to spend a lot of money to fix it i thought i would be a cool boss and not make you still show up after you went through i think car trouble is like one of the most stressful things as someone who's had her catalytic converter stolen from under her car in front of her house before I just you know and had to get my kid to daycare in a are you that- hitting me right now no i have a prius and those catalytic converters go for a lot of money so someone jacked up my car in front of my house in the middle of the night and stole it and i got in my car with my kid to take him to daycare this was over a year ago and it made a weird noise and my car was still up on the i still have the jack they left the jack so i just have that but i I am literally in shock i've heard of that i just have Mm -hmm. never met anyone who actually fell victim to it i Mm -hmm. feel so bad there was a big there was a big ring in my area that was doing that for a while so uh not fun well i just get into car accidents all the time so because i'm a terrible driver like it's not even it's like really bad like i i low-key was driving today and i was like you know maybe i should just get uber like i'm just such a bad driver like it's just (laughs) it's it's bad it's like not a good thing but i might have the same kind of uh issue if i was driving in los angeles though that's the thing it's I, yes, I would like, never wish that upon my worst enemy. It's I like to think I'm like not the worst driver ever, mm-hmm. but then just driving here and you just, you know, everyone's just a psycho out here. It's yeah. just like there's no I had one woman literally hit my mirror, push it the other way. And I like, you know, immediately grabbed it and looked and it was like fine. But and then I drove up next to her and she like refused to look at me. And I'm like, you just almost knocked my mirror off my car and she literally just like like, she didn't stop she didn't she just like kept on going yeah and then when i came up to her she was just like ignoring me and i was mm -hmm. like 
what if she knocked the whole thing off? But that's LA for you. You know what I mean? So, like, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, we got a lot of news. To yeah, we do got a lot of news. <laughs> cars suck. Yeah, cars suck. We're back yeah, uh, this week. Yeah. Um, just a quick reminder to please subscribe to this channel. We're streaming on YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and Jackie's Twitch stream right now because we upgraded Yay! our streaming service. So we're also in 1080p or 1080. We're in 1080 right now. So hopefully we look even more beautiful than usual. But see all that hotness and hot death. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I'm eating peanut butter and I look like a grandma. But anyway, moving on. <laughs> but you're a high definition grandma, and that's what the people come. Yay. Also, we're both wearing cardigans, so you know. Well, that just makes it an ASMR stream. So that's like a thing, right? Yeah. You just have yeah. to like you have to eat the peanut butter closer to the mic, and then. I feel like usually we're all cut not we all look beautiful, but usually Lindsay's always dressed in the nine. So this is like on the off day mm. that she's like got her hair back. Because usually you're like in a Oh, I've got bun hair system. today. Oh, do so, you? Yeah, you see, just can't see it. She's still she's still cute. I was about to say, I like, I put on makeup before this. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> no, but usually you're like in like a witch outfit yeah. with like ruffles and like you know what That's I mean? True. So yeah, I've got like a wearing, cravat or yeah. something. Yes, <laughs> I didn't. I forgot what a cravat was, and you just reminded me. It's like yes, it's what Miles Edgeworth wears in uh, the Ace Attorney franchise. Style icon Miles Edgeworth. Um, all oh, right, yeah. So we've got a couple of news items we're going to talk about. Um, there's some stuff going on with E3. Like, should anyone even bother to go? Because no one's going to be there. Um, there's some conversation happening yeah. on social media about the Chainsaw Man Blu-ray discs. And how that means the show sucks, and I'm gonna yell at everyone for a little bit about that. Um, Hope you're ready also, for it. And also, uh, Jordan Peele talked about his almost involvement in the cursed live-action Akira film. That I, I'm gonna say it's never gonna happen, but then Alita did happen, and people used to say that about Alita. So who knows? But that's in the news today. And then we're gonna also, since we were gone for a week, uh, quickly catch up on Trigun and buddy daddies as well so just stick around here and we're gonna get to that what should we start with today guys should we start with e3 i feel like jackie knows a lot about e3. i mean so. i hosted it in 2021 so yeah. um to be completely honest um i think that e3 has already kind of been on shaky ground because um, Jeff Keighley started Summer Games Fest to compete with it and started like stealing programming from, stealing might not be the appropriate word, but yes. let's just say added like another competitive layer to it. Mm -hmm. And then I just think with the evolution of the times, people are just streaming and making their own content now. Like before, I think uh, developers and companies were heavily reliant on uh, E3 exposure. And now they're like, okay, well... I can just drop this on my YouTube and people are still going to be hyped about it. It may, it honestly makes me a little bit sad because um, I've always felt like E3 is like a place where I see all my friends. It's just like going to like an anime convention. Right. But it's just yeah. like gaming. Right. So mm -hmm. it's like where I see my friends, where we all geek out together. Um, there's just this like camaraderie there and it's a great place to network too, like professionally, but like, it's just like a hangout, you know? And so I'm just kind of like, I'm scared. I feel like it's it's really on shaky ground right now. That I, community I mean, element is kind of getting lost with with it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know. I'm I'm just like for those big names to be pulling out and uh, not having a presence. Like, 
it's just it's kind of sad i don't know else, what else to say it's yeah just sad to me yeah so. just to like clarify on that because we talked about it a little bit for the stream as far as the names that are pulling out um ign just uh reported today that both sony microsoft and nintendo will not exhibit at e3 they're not even going to have booths at e3 like there won't be a presence there from any of those companies um to what jackie was saying about dropping it on your youtube i think there's a a lot of truth to that i mean people watch the nintendo directs nintendo can just be like hey we're having a direct next week and we're gonna announce new zelda and, and sony's you know. been doing the same thing with their stuff lately too they have yeah their, the state of play showcases. yeah yeah so. and they um just both had both had or maybe it was i think they just My microsoft had. just did one recently it just sucked but oh, okay. <laughs> i just remember it was a couple months ago that um there was the state of play happened and we happened to be short staffed that day unusually short staffed like people were just sick and whatnot and i ended up covering for news and it ended i ended up writing something like 14 gaming related news articles just out of the stuff that came out of it was state of play and nintendo direct on the same day which is horrible don't do that to us please <laughs> but, um so I ended up covering for that. And yeah, they both just dropped a ton of news at the same time. New tech in, new, you know, Zelda stuff. And um, well, and Jackie yeah. mentioned Jeff Keighley. And I mean, I feel like the Summer Game Awards. Games was, yeah. Because um, I mean, the Game Awards this year had the new yeah. um, uh, uh, Ar Armored Core. It had the Horizon expansion. It had Death Stranding 2. Like, I feel like, you know, the E3 used to be, even for the people that couldn't go to the convention, you know, for the gaming culture, it was kind of like the, you know, the Christmas of, of, you know, all the cool game announcements and yeah, um, they've just been, they've, they've like everything in the streaming era, it's just all been, you know, nicheified and, and split up and broken down into the composite parts. And so there's not like one unified place to go for that stuff anymore. Yeah. You're also bringing up the game awards is a good point too. I have, not i don't like that they make announcements at the game awards i understand why they do it because i mean i don't know if they were making like giant movie franchise announcements at the oscars maybe more people would watch it but yeah it's still like this is supposed to be an awards program and now you've turned it i mean and people are already press are already there to announce the winners so i guess it's convenient to also announce the new games but that cross-pollination there kind of I don't know. It gives it more. They want to make feel. money, Lindsay. Yeah, that's yeah. nice that you. Yeah. I, I mean, Lindsay, I agree with you, but it's like I already know. Yeah, like, even the people that like money. watching the game awards say, "Oh, it's basically just a bunch of cool game trailers of some awards tossed in there." Which yeah, is unfortunate I it, yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, but yeah, I was no, just like a hundred percent, and I think that it's just kind of sad, like. E3, let's be honest, they had like a monopoly on this for however yeah. long that they did, right? But yeah, it's just like it's COVID happened. Um, they did, I was a part of the the stream, right? That they streamed mm -hmm. online. And I even remember like there wasn't really huge announcements then. Like uh, Nintendo had a presence, but then didn't like announce anything super huge. And um, well, didn't Xbox they pull had out of some... E3 officially a while ago. Like Nintendo hasn't been doing E3. Like they've yeah. been doing the Nintendo Directs for a long time. But I think that yeah. they had a presence. The fact that these people that they're not having a presence at all yeah. like, is, I think, that's like really that's yeah, honestly. I, mean, just, even I don't even would... know what to say. Like, yeah. Not to even have a presence. You like know? who's gonna be there? Is it just gonna be the publishers? Is it like that's what I'm wondering? Like who? I mean, is Tommy Tallarico going to be there with his Intellivision? Like, what's going on? I think I would think it would be like 
I don't know, maybe Atlas or like D3 or um, yeah, like Platinum Games, maybe, or, you know, those, those folks might be there, yeah. but like, I guess what we can say for sure is there won't be a major console announcement. Yeah. yeah which yeah. makes it even for E3 2021. I, there was like a lot of like cool game announcements, but I don't remember anything like landmark where I was like, Holy, you know? Yeah. Um, and then 2022 is canceled. It was just like straight canceled, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, this year, Read Pop is handling it. Um, and I, you know, I have, I have no idea what is exactly 100% in store. You yeah, know? and I would think that Read Pop, so, you know, they've got experience with. Um, God, I hope I'm not getting this wrong. New York Comic Con, like they run New York Comic Con. So, I mean, they've got all the connections in that kind of space. I mean. New York Comic Con isn't exact, you know, that's comic books. It's not exactly the same as games, but I mean, they're not like a lightweight event organization. So yeah, that's, uh, it's kind of disappointing. Might make the press's job easier during E3, but I guess we'll just have to, we'll have to see what happens. Um, but it's like, I'm sad. Like, I like that there was like this big, it was like the Coachella for nerds. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know how else to describe it. Like it was like our chance to come together and like geek out and like have all these huge announcements and be like hugging and emotional about them, you know, with other people. And I'm just kind of like, I don't want it to all go online. Like I'm yeah. bummed, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, even like so. with, even beyond D3, like for a number of years there, San Diego Comic-Con was where a lot of the movie companies did their big announcements, their big franchise stuff. But lately now you have like the D23 for pretty much anything Disney. Um, yeah. Warner Brothers yep. has the fandom. And so, yep. like, it's all just, they all want to keep it in-house mm -hmm. instead of having it be, you know, they don't want to share the stage with anyone else. Yeah, compete, compete for eyeballs. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next thing I wanted to get to is someone else who who had a big stream uh, earlier this week is Disco Tech. Uh, they've yeah, got yeah. a big fandom that that turns out for those. Uh, they have a sort of a, a routine now where they put out clues on social media to try and guess what their announcements are going to be. Uh, we have the announcements now, and there are some surprises in here, especially if you're into like retro anime. Um, probably the biggest one might be uh, Re Cutie Honey which mm -hmm. is just a three episode OAV from the cutie honey franchise for people who aren't familiar with cutie honey. It's a go in a guy um, series that started, I think in the seventies and involves a, he's con it's considered one of the first magical girls, but it was more targeted towards male readers in that, you know, it's kind of very horny. It's very sexy. Yeah, yeah. Very sexy transformation from, you know, what, what are we talking about sailor moon? What are we no, talking about? We're no, talking no, about no, no, no. Cutie, cutie honey. honey. Cutie Honey. Oh, I don't know Cutie Honey. Okay. She has a very, like, iconic theme song that will just, like, get stuck in your head. Especially Honey Flash. You know, like, oh, her name is Honey. Honey Flash. Okay, no one clip that. Um, anyway, <laughs> it's, it's, it's... It's already really, happened. It's, it's already happened. Times, yeah. It's gonna be on Twitter. All right. Um, gonna get a Nightcore remix of it? <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. Anyway, uh, she... Very influential... Uh, she's Hideakiano's personal magical girl girlfriend. Um, after Evangelion, he made a live action movie based on Cutie Honey, and then that in turn inspired a three episode anime related to his movie. And there were a lot of heavy heavy hitters who worked on that. It was early in their career, but if you like um, Hideakiano, he he directed it, and then. 
one of the episodes was directed by Hiroyuki Imaishi from Trigger. So if you watch the trailer that um, Discotech went and put up on Twitter, you can see like the Pantheon stalking and kill the kill and stuff sort of that would come later in the style in it. So it's yeah. exciting for that reason. Um, Do you think Anno's ever done like a common writer cutie honey like fanfic? Do you think he has any of those like saved on his hard drive, just like collecting, you know, collecting I'm dust? I would be surprised if he does. I'm surprised that it didn't become like a doujin that his wife then drew for him and right. that they sold together at Comic Head or something, you know. Um, and then Tomino would write like a scathing review of it or something. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm looking at the live action Cutie Honey poster of Cutie Honey mm -hmm. from Heidi Giano, and I'm just like. It's got tokusatsu vibes, so it's got like the, I mean, the same kind I of special effects as like Power cool. Rangers. Yeah, it looks yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, Anno's on record for like, he thinks toku stuff is hot. So it yeah. makes sense that he would he would be like, what would my cutie honey be? It would basically Not be- Not gonna lie, sexy, cutie honey kind of looks- Sexy Ultraman. <laughs> is cutie honey like basically old school Sailor Moon? I mean, she predates Sailor Moon and she yeah. does have a, like a magical like- uh, choker and then transforms but you know a common running theme is like her costume gets torn a lot while she fights monsters and oh no sort of oh, so I know that little, the recent so cutie honey from a couple years sexy, ago had a lot of yeah, that. yeah way yeah. way more sexy so um, wow. anyway so that's uh, that'll be coming out soon some of their other announcements uh, if you're into tokusatsu Saber Riders and the Star Sheriffs is one which is like a space themed uh, tokusatsu series um and they also got magical girl lyrical nanoha reflection which is one of the more recent movies in that magical girl series but that's also got a, a pretty tight knit fandom attached to it um i've only seen a couple episodes of nano uh nanoha like early nanoha there's a talking ferret in it if i remember right that's oh, all i really hi. remember about that show but anyway that would be pretty unforgettable talking <laughs> ferret yeah makes sense so yeah, you can head over to Discotech's Twitter if you want, you know, to see the trailers and stuff for all their other announcements. But I just wanted to throw that out there, support those guys. Um, a lot of yeah. them are fr friends of the channel. So anyway, Yay. moving on. Um, now I get to yell about things. Yay. So Wait. if you were here right. about physical media, so about it's a good physical media specifically. Yes. So um, if you remember, oh God, Reddit is yelling at me stop i just want to look at reddit is so annoying about like you have to be logged in to look at their shit um anyway if you remember my previous rant about how to uh pronounce ghibli because it's ghibli and not ghibli um this is along the same lines so everyone here is probably familiar with chainsaw man it was like one of the biggest shows last mm -hmm. season we we covered it talked on the about podcast. it for months yeah we talked about it for months no one would shut up about it you know it's awesome amazing um there is a screenshot of a website being shared around social media right now that shows that the Chainsaw Man Volume 1 Blu-ray only sold um, 1,735 copies in its first week. And then this is being used as an example that it is not performing well, is not popular, won't get a second season, yada, yada, yada. It's getting a second season. <laughs> okay, yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. is that a joke? That's hilarious. Do you know how many people watch that show? Even if you hate that show, you hate watch that show. Everyone watched that show. Everyone so watched the show. comical. Yeah. So what this is based on is that there is a, a subcult, like a, a, a contingent of anime fans that pay a lot of attention 
to Blu-ray sales and DVD sales. And this used to be more common several years ago because that was considered an indicator of how good something was if it sold how how many copies it sold in Japan, right? Um, and when we that, say several years ago, we're talking like back when when uh, American boy bands were a thing and not, like, like K-pop back when like, NSYNC was around and back early mid 2000s. But there are still people who like swear by Blu-ray sales charts out of Japan and that being indicative of of how good something is or how likely it will be to get a second season. Excuse me. It's wrong. So it's um, outdated and wrong. Oh, it's it's completely outdated and wrong. If you see people doing this, please tell them they are outdated and wrong. Um, home video sales in Japan have been on a decline for almost 10 years at this point. This is not just in Japan as well. Like everyone, Americans aren't buying DVDs and Blu-rays nearly to the degree that they were. If you want a, a, a good like American side of it, there's this show called Hot Ones that are like interviews while they make celebrities eat increasingly hotter hot sauce on chicken wings. Anyway, if you go to that channel, watch the Matt Damon episode and he will talk about how um, the decrease in home video sales in America is like killing the rom-com for instance like or just yeah. like mid-level stuff it's not getting made anymore because those were mostly supported by like rentals and DVDs. dude nobody makes comedies anymore mm. no. like, you they, never they don't make money them. they only yeah. make money on home media because that's how yeah. people discover them people don't go to the theater to watch comedies anymore because it's too much of a risk because yeah, a bad also. a bad a bad comedy is unbearable yeah, and so if you go with true. like your, your partner or whatever, you're like out almost fifty bucks, not counting yeah. And rom com rom coms are kind of unbearable. Let's be honest. If yeah. you're in a bad rom com, I walked out of Twilight. I walked out. I've never walked out of a movie. I walked out of Twilight. I was like, that wasn't a rom com, but just you know, when something's I, bad, it's bad. I yeah. walked out of Lady Killers, which is a movie with Tom Hanks. I think it's by the uh, that's actually. that's the next movie we have on our Coen Brothers rewatch. Uh, re oh, and I'm oh really? It. Is that I what? what which <laughs> one is Lady Killers? It it has it's a heist movie. Yeah. Hmm. But anyway, so that's like U.S. sales. It's also the same um, with sales in Japan, and we have multiple articles because we publish this every single year when the percentage of sales for. Uh, DVD and Blu-ray and it's been on decline since like 2017. Uh, I did an interview with George Wada, the president of WIT Studio and Production IG and at the time I wasn't actually asking him about sales. I was like, so why don't you guys ever make your second seasons? I was being a little... It's <laughs> a good question. <laughs> like, why'd you drop Attack on Titan and Ancient Majesty Bride and Vinland Saga? Like, why aren't you doing that? And he told me that... Um, did you really ask him that? Yeah, but nicely. <laughs> it's a what good question answer that's an amazing question but i'm like damn that's like getting real af you're yeah, like it was like why are you guys so what do you, what do you why, say these are popular shows why, why didn't you do the sequels um he told me that at the time when they did those uh they relied on and he said this was about five years ago or more for those series they re relied on dvd sales to to look at how well something performed and that was an indicator of whether they would go forward and then by the time that information came out, the their docket for projects would be full and then he wouldn't have any space to to take on the second season. They'd have to go somewhere else because, you know, the people who wanted the second season to come out wanted it as soon as possible. And he didn't they didn't have room at Wit Studio. So that's why they didn't um, take it on. But he said nowadays 
that's not as much as a problem because one, he says he's better at his job. And two, he said, um, they look at streaming numbers and it's streaming numbers that are more important now. It's not the home video sales. So they get the data from Netflix and they get that data from Crunchyroll and they have it much sooner than they used to, uh, than they, with the Blu-ray sales. Oh, that's interesting too. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, people, also, I saw people theorizing for Vinland Saga because it has um, both of its uh, its opening and its ending theme are in English. Oh, and I saw people theorizing that, uh, and I think it was based on the interviews that you know Vinland Saga being such a, a Western oriented story and with the art and everything that they're like that they're basically making that show for Netflix, like for to appeal to a Western audience. Oh, and, that doesn't surprise and, me. Yeah, that wouldn't surprise yeah. me either because there's also data has come out that oh, the funds from overseas now overtakes funding from within Japan for anime series. So, and that's mostly and that makes sense. It's just licensing and streaming money, like yeah. the money that Crunchyroll or Netflix or um, High Dive is paying to stream anime on their services, is so much so that it actually they get more profit from that money than they do from any of the money that they're getting from Japan. I mean, it's close. It's not like hugely overtaken it, but it is more overseas money is a higher amount right now. So that could change that bubble could burst. And then really overseas yeah. money is more than ja- Japan now. Yeah. Well, we have an article. I mean, there's, yeah. there's so no. many people, there's more people outside of Japan than. Yeah. Well, that Japan. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So. But I guess I'm just shocked because Okay, you guys are all acting like, oh, duh. Like, well, no, it's not all no, duh. No, no, no. We were, no, no, no. When we were growing up, yeah. nobody liked anime. Yeah. Nobody. Like, now but that, that, that it makes so sense. Hard to get. It was really yeah, hard to get. Yeah, but that's true. That's true. But yeah. it's like, to hear that it's it's outnumbering Japanese numbers, like I I'm I actually didn't know that. Yeah, th- well, that just came like- out within like the last year. So I mean, it's very recent. And but we have an article on Anime News Network. I can drop some links in like. I our think YouTube actually I remember reading it. it was pretty like it wasn't it like in the last year or two. Yeah, right. It was within it's the not last like year. it's been it, like this. It's like just happening. Yeah, well, it was if you like, remember that yeah. that one um, analytics site for Attack on Titan. You know they did their numbers, and you know for streaming it's hard because no, none of the streaming services actually share their their info. Yeah, not, they, with, not with us anyway. Yeah, yeah. But based on the data they could pull, they basically calculated that at the time, Attack on Titan, the final season, was the most in demand show in the world. Yeah, like I remember that, that. Like, mm-hmm. worldwide. More people yeah. wanted to watch that show than like even Game of Thrones or whatever yeah. the big number two yeah. was. So yeah, I think I think Attack on Titan. I also think My Hero Academia. Like My Hero, I remember when I would talk to the Funimation people they're like that show's way more popular in the u.s than it is in japan and it was it just i don't know about y'all but tiktok two years ago it was on everything like oh, really? everyone was cosplaying it everyone was doing skits about it everybody was like it was just like you couldn't get rid of my hero it was just yeah. everywhere the but, kid down um, the street who catches the bus with my uh first grader has a uh, I think it's a My Hero Academia pullover. He wears it. I mean, my my thirteen year old has a Toriyuki one, one that he wears yeah. all the time. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. it's just normal. 
Just wanted to say I did Google Gungrave's DVD sales. It didn't show up. So I'm just going to say it was overwhelmingly positive and it just was so good that nobody even wrote an article about it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> no one needed to. No one needed Everyone just knew. They just everyone knew. looked at their the eight copies of Gungrave on their shelf and they went, yeah, I know. Everyone, everyone, yeah, everyone bought that. Do you guys miss forums? I, I wish I could start a Gungrave forum. I was yeah. a part of a of the blacksordsman.com where we would talk about Berserk and I would viciously defend Griffith. I was viciously. On, I was Were on you on the, there? Not that one, but oh, I was okay. but I was on like three different anime forums back in the day. Um one was for pirating. Oh yeah. I didn't work here at the time. Okay. I was a child. And then And that was uh, the only way to get anime back then. Yeah. So I so I was on yeah. I was on that forum and I was on um you're on Gaia Online because yeah. that's where I was. Yeah, I had a oh, Gaia Online. Gaia Online! Yeah. What was that? Oh, oh, you mean when we were for streaming? Oh, what did I... I definitely did Gaia Online. I want to remember the other ones I did. I did Anime Seed, I think. I don't know that one. No. I did Anime Seed. Definitely Gaia Online. Mm -hmm. Does oh, Neopets man. count as a forum? Because... Yeah. I had a score on Neopets. Neopets and um... I... Oh, gosh. Trying to think Dude, of other it is does Gaia Online exist anymore? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I was on Gaia Online around the same time I was playing Maple Story, which was a browser game then. Oh, my, wow. My, Maple I have a buddy Story, that yeah. goes through like cyclical addictions to Maple Story. Like every mm -hmm. every year, year and a half, you'd be like, all right, guys, so I just put is, another 80 hours into Maple Story. Is Neopets a thing still? I think it is, but I think they sold Barely. out to like NFTs or something. Yeah. It's really sad. Anyway. It's like a whole Neopets. Wow. Yeah, we can't get into that. That's like a whole. Let's not get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, the last thing um, we want to talk about is Jordan Peele just did a an interview in which he discussed his previous almost directing, almost directed Akira, which, as I mentioned earlier, is a cursed live action project that has gone through like ten different directors, producers. Like Warner Brothers has had the rights to make that live action film, I think, since two thousand and two. Yep. And it has not got it's gotten multiple script re rewrites and a bunch of different Lindsay directors. Lindsay sent attached. it to me. Stephen Norrington, Hughes Brothers, Jaume Collette Serra, Daniel Espinoza, David F. Sandberg, Leonardo DiCaprio. He was going to produce it. Yeah, yeah. Justin Lin, Taika Watiti, Jordan Peele. Taika Watiti, I think, is actually might be the most recent one who might still be be attached to the project the the thing after keeps... thor love and thunder i'm gonna go ahead and say please no yeah he's, and he's that was his four. first bad work though that guy was like a comedic genius where we are yeah. in the shadows or what we do what we do in the shadows james you look like you'd be a character in what we do in the shadows <laughs> <laughs> i could literally see you okay. i don't know which one you would be though I haven't watched it, so I don't know oh how. Can I, be Matt, can I be Matt Barry? Can I be? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say you yeah, give me Matt Barry him? vibes. You could also be the the nice guy who's the assistant. Guillermo. Guillermo, you're like a combination of Guillermo and Matt Barry. You're not mean enough to be Matt Barry. I don't know, <laughs> but you do. You're kind of like a hybrid of the two of them. Lindsay, I, if you haven't I seen that show, you will it. love that show. Okay. It is like it's like gothic and vampires but like an office sitcom okay okay you sold and, me. and it's like Have you not they're seen the movie trapped they're trapped in modern times but they're like super oh my god Lindsay, there's yeah. this 90s rave yeah. episode 
It's really good. I remember raves. Never went to one, but I remember them. Anyway, so yeah, Taiki Watiti is also, um, I think, still attached to direct it and worked on the script treatment. But one of the problems with the live action Akira, why it's never come up is because it's expensive to make and it's not attached to an already successful franchise. Like it's not a Marvel movie. It's not a DC Comics movie. It's not Star Trek or Star Wars or anything. They're like, it's this niche manga slash anime movie and the mangas goes much further so if they wanted to stick to that it might take up to two films they've said and no one wants to just drop a bunch of money on a sci-fi film that they don't know will perform well yeah but maybe that's for listen the best. akira is a work of art akira slide into their movies like jordan yeah. peele did jordan peele did put the akira uh bike slide in nope so he did yes oh my gosh yeah. i just it's akira's so good mm-hmm. i just don't it's i just don't know how you touch it you know yeah. and i hate to say it every i I'm, I'm trying to think of like a really great live action but like even the disney ones they're just like not as good as the originals and like i'm like this is just making yeah. us spend money yeah to you know what i mean like we're just it's just so we go and spend money and we get like nostalgia feels for a little bit yeah. Just, it's never as good as the original. Just go watch the movie. It still looks amazing. Um, just, yeah. re- just re-released the, the regular Acura in theaters. Yeah. Do that that would theater. be amazing. I would go watch it because I never got to yeah. see it in theaters. Never. And do you know yeah. how beautiful that would be in theaters? Yeah, I watched yeah. that on my phone and I'm like, this is so cool. Like imagine, you know, yeah. but yeah. yeah. It's kind of sad though. It's just like, you know, to kind of, I don't know if we, we didn't touch on the one piece thing, but like one piece, right. Mm-hmm. They just dropped the movie poster um, for Netflix's live action. And everybody was like commenting, like, this is going to bomb, blah, 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 you know? Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. It's just hard. I, in its defense, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, if any live action could kind of work, I feel like it could be, it could be one piece because it's just kind of like bubbly and fun. I mean, it's got right. some super dark moments, right? But like yeah. the world I could see. But okay, now I now I'm scaling it back. Cause I thought Cowboy Bebop, I actually thought visually they they did a good job with the world and the story was, just sucked. The story sucked and there were some compositing issues, but it I mean, yeah. I thought some of the sets were really good. And the I mean sets hey, were great. Watanabe was like, I didn't watch it. Well, you know, I think the, the problem most- is they just keep trying yeah. to adapt things that look amazing in animation and would be ridiculously expensive to do in live action. But, mm-hmm. you know, Netflix just dropped Monster. Yeah. And they could, that's already basically a, a primetime Netflix drama. Yeah. Just get Guillermo del Toro to make it. Just let Guillermo del Toro make ago. Monster, guys. Please. Give him three seasons. It'll be a masterpiece. Yeah. Yep. There we yeah. Go. I'm down. Oh. Oh, I had a sneeze coming and then it left. Okay. Um, before we get to our anime reviews, we're going to tr- start trying to do this thing where we list our lineups. So since there was a new trailer for Sailor Moon Cosmos movie that's supposed to come out in June, uh, that just came out. And I have learned that James is finally watching Sailor Moon. So I wore my Sailor Moon Lineups shirt. like our favorite Sailor Scouts? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Top oh, five. Easy. Okay. I didn't even Sailor prepare Moon. for this assignment. <laughs> you didn't I didn't even prepare and I already know. I so sent like, it on Discord. I always try to do you? that. Yeah, oh, it's all right. Okay. But since Jackie is so prepared, I'll let her go. Damn first. it. I was like, yeah, you raised your hand. The last two. Okay. You're like, brag, brag. Now y'all are going to get the explanation. Okay. So, um, 
Top five. When I was a kid, I was really, really quiet and shy and um, just like had a lot of trouble speaking my truth. So I really like Sailor Mercury. Um, mm -hmm. But deep down, I was always like a Sailor Mars. And like as I grew into myself, I like 100% became Sailor Mars. So I'm going to put Sailor Mars number one, but Sailor okay. Mercury is like a very close number two. I love cosplaying Sailor Pluto because she's tall and she's mysterious and she's got like those Scorpio vibes. Like she's like cool and calm and collected, complete opposite of me. So I love cosplaying her because like I love to like act like I'm that and I'm not at all. Like, yeah, but I love love her because she's like the complete opposite of me in every single way. I kind of put Sailor Uranus for fourth. Like she's just a baddie. I think she's the toughest. Um, she's like hard. Uh, she's kind of a little hard headed like me. Um, doesn't have a lot of compassion. <laughs> she can just be like kind of brutal. <laughs> so I think Sailor Uranus, man, for the fifth one. You know, I, I'm I'm debating. I was debate debating between Sailor Saturn and Sailor Moon, and this is why I'm going to go with Sailor Moon. I used to hate Sailor Moon growing up. Mm -hmm. I thought she was super fucking annoying. Mm -hmm. Um, and but as I've gotten Very older, Mars thing to say. yeah, exactly, yeah. But as I've gotten older, like I love how she cared about her friends so much, and I am a Cancer rising, so I unfortunately see parts of myself in her because I cry about everything too. So I'm going to say that, but sailor Saturn is like honorable mention for sure. Cause sailor Saturn was always, always like just so badass, like so powerful. And then had like the only, like they all had like kind of like some darkness, but she had a really dark, like emo background. So there yeah, you go. She's the, the goth one. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yes. That, I thought that was going to be Lindsay's number one. And Lindsay was like, no, no girl still in mars so it's yeah. like oh, okay okay but yeah james you said you have you're still in the yeah, first what's, season what's, right what's but, yours so you're only in the first season God, oh, I, I work two jobs and i i only have so much time we were watching one episode a day during dinner that's been our it's yeah. been our little so dinner ritual so james is going to be going partly on vibes which is totally yeah mostly vibes because i've only i've only met three of the sailors so far I've yeah met, uh sailor moon and sailor mars and the bubble one um mercury which was yeah. mercury there we go yeah so um, one. Yeah. <laughs> but uh as far as top five goes uh, i'm gonna have to give uh number one the leader to sailor mars because mm -hmm. she uh she calls usagi out on her shit and i find it very funny yeah um and uh my my wife put it really great yesterday she said that um sailor mars is basically the protagonist of like a spooky horror manga that like accidentally wandered into this magical girl <laughs> anime and she's really okay. pissed about it and um that's it's just very amusing to me um and then uh pretty much everyone else is going off of vibes because uh as much as i love the other two um i like the the vibes of these ones more so um uh sailor jupiter seems like she could like hang out and play games for like a, a good while yeah which i you know um, she's she's she, sweet yeah yeah she seems cool um i like big her sister rhythm. energy for sure yes yeah, yeah big sis energy for sure uh she'd like let you tell her all about your favorite like video games and she wouldn't like Look at you like you were an idiot for doing it so that's yeah. great um and then uh sailor pluto is really pretty and mm -hmm. i like her hair mm -hmm. so a lot of this is going to be based on how much i like their hair but i like okay. her hair a lot yeah so they all have hair. great hair yeah like and i like seriously. that kind of she, she she gives me like um she's way smarter than me and better um, she's a scientist yeah yeah but yeah. she also doesn't seem like she'd be too condescending about it 
Mm. Like she, she let me live my life and I would be fine with that. And so I respect she's that too. She's nice. She's yeah, like she super sweet. She's like chibi and, and Rini's like guardian. Like she takes mm-hmm. care of them super oh, hard. Okay. So wait, who was your, break it down. It was Mars and then break them down really quick. Uh, so Mars, Jupiter, and then I got um, Pluto. Uh, Pluto. Yeah. Okay. And then um, I have Sailor Uranus because um, she just. In she fourth like, place again. Okay. Okay. She looks like she drives like a motorcycle. She does. Cool. She does. Oh, <laughs> sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She has, like, she's got a motorcycle oh, yeah. and a sports car and yeah. a helicopter. And she, she's, she's we all want ones, to right? date Uranus. Seriously, everyone wants to date Uranus. She's just in, like in the manga, cute. she's a professional race car driver. Oh, so, good. Okay. Yeah. So she's, I did that. She's perfect. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, finally, I think I got to go with Sailor Saturn because she's <laughs> tiny, but she's got a big old spear. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and that's like a, I like the, as as far as the silhouette of the team goes, that's like a good like a good vibe. She would stand yeah. out. Yeah, she's home, the so. baddest ass one in my opinion. Mm-hmm. I get that. It's funny you pick Sailor Jupiter a second. I never really vibe with Sailor Jupiter. There is like a strong Sailor Jupiter contingent out there. Like yeah. she has like a huge like when I ask people who's your favorite Sailor Scout, so many. I think more than anything, always say Sailor Jupiter. Okay. It'll always be like really. She's yeah, tall. So... She can do judo. Like she's really good at judo. But also she's got a soft feminine side because she enjoys baking and cooking and is really good at that as well. So she's and I she feel great taking about house plants. So she's kind of got like this like she's got wifey vibes, but also she could kick your ass. So people like that. Oh yeah, yeah. All right. She also so, has the best earrings. Yeah, she's got. Remember she had, she had rose earrings. Yeah, yeah. James, James is looking it up right now. I almost <laughs> want to turn this into a pseudo Sailor Moon podcast, yeah. but I oh, won't yeah. do yeah. that to us. Yeah. I won't do that. Okay, Lindsay's. Okay, Lindsay's. my five. Super easy for me. Um, Mars, <laughs> Mars is my number one. Um, I have her transformation wand tattooed on my arm. This is from R. So this is her star transformation wand. I like this, that one the best. So, um, so yeah. She Sailor definitely Mars. has the best transformation and the coolest little The rings special. of fire and everything. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then her mm-hmm. heels click and she's like, Mars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's my number one. My number two is Sailor Uranus because she's my girlfriend. Um, we drive around in her car and go on picnics. And then. Is she okay uh, with the fact that you didn't put her number one? Like, is, is she, does she get it? I think she's cool with it. Okay. Yeah. Well, just to clarify, Lindsay's like Sailor Mars, but she would date Sailor Uranus. Yes. So that's why yeah. Mars has to go first. Yes. Yeah. That's why Mars has to go first. Yeah. It was really funny when Jackie said that she didn't like Sailor Moon growing up because I also didn't like Sailor Moon growing up because I also thought she was annoying. I was like, get your shit together. I mean, canonic, canonically. You're the leader. Even Luna is like, how are you this dumb? How are you this bad at everything? I'm telling you. At- by the end of it, James, you're gonna love her, and I right. think that's. Well, I already love her. She's adorable. Yeah. She just sucks at everything. Oh, I hated yeah. her. When I, I was feel a kid. like as an adult, I relate to her more now because I've developed anxiety, and so now I also know what it feels like to be overwhelmed and want to cry all the time. Which I was too confident and like sure of myself and hadn't been put in my place yet as a kid. So I was just like, "This isn't hard. This isn't hard. What's your problem? None of this is hard." And now I'm like, "Oh my god!" So. Yeah, so Mars, Uranus, Super Sailor Moon I have as number three because I like, that's my favorite one of her costumes where like it's got the rainbow skirt, the transformation has Mm -hmm. butterfly wings and everything. I don't like the Eternal costume as much with the like big goofy wings. So um, it's prettier in the manga because they're all feathery, but like in the anime, they're just kind of like chunky looking or something. Oh, sure. Anyway, so that's my number three. 
one, two, three. Oh, wow. I only picked four. Why did I do that? Um, my fourth one is Sailor Saturn because she I've cosplayed as her. There are some really dorky cosplay pictures back there of me as Sailor Saturn. I had the huge glaive and everything. And I like painted some boots and put new laces in them and like really like jimmied it together to, to make that work. So she's my number four because she's Dude, super we, cool. We messed this up. Remember we're going to have one be the judge? Oh, I didn't know that. It's okay. It's Keep okay. Continue. All right. And then I have to just like randomly pick a number five. So my number five would then be Sailor Jupiter because she was my favorite as a kid. Actually. Okay. So Mars, Uranus, okay, so Mars, Uranus, Sailor Moon, Moon, Saturn, Jupiter for me. That's a pretty strong squad. Yeah. Yeah. So all of us had Mars, all of us had Uranus. I didn't, I, I was the only one who picked Sailor Mercury. She's very unpopular. I feel like that's why I kind of like her a little bit. Yeah. She, I think she's more popular. I've heard she's really popular in Japan though. Girl is wanted she... to go home and read the dictionary. For yeah, me. I, I did what... relate to that. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of vibe with her being a loner, Lindsay. Yeah. When we were, I don't know, Lindsay. I feel like Lindsay and I had almost the most identical childhood, but we were in like different parts of the country. Yeah. But like, I felt that loneliness and like having nowhere else to turn but like books and stuff like that. So I yeah. feel like I just kind of. I think of the only difference is that like Sailor Mercury was she was introverted and and everything and like I was also lonely like that but i was also angry at everyone about it i was angry <laughs> but i was openly angry at everyone yeah. about it i'm like oh you suck that's She's why you, won't, you won't be my friend because you suck actually it's not me you just suck that, that was kind of my approach to it i'm that trying to see that was my defense, defense mechanism <laughs> so Ooh, someone in chat said jupiter mars venus we had we heard no venus yeah um moon and then mercury yeah i, I know some is, people is venus venus is Uranus's girlfriend. No, that's no Neptune. Neptune. That's I almost Neptune. said Neptune because okay. Neptune is like she's just like a, too perfect. She's like stunning, but she's yeah, she seems, hair, yeah. but she plays a little bit of a bitch, like in a good way. But like, yeah, but she, the last season, she actually like hides some sass under her like her like kind of uptightness. There's, yeah. a there's a lot of stuff going on in stars. There's a lot of sexual tension in stars, which is kind of weird. Like specifically huh. between uranus neptune and um i think it's yaten one of the starlights like comes on to neptune a couple times and uranus actually gets really pissed off about it because it has to do with like unzipping her dress before in a performance in one episode Dude, there was some weird oh, wow. sexual stuff yeah I, uranus I never really hits on sailor moon quite a bit too like uh she calls her kitten yeah like she gives her like, oh sure definitely yeah. definitely so. by the way neptune's a pisces everybody yeah. enough said <laughs> uh, that's all i'm gonna say about that <laughs> so yeah anyways that was fun um, yeah so we're gonna add that element james we're gonna start doing like drafts but in one of us has to be the judge so then we oh the person, so next remember, time it'll be two yeah so then i would have picked for example like whose lineup i liked better mm, right okay okay yeah we, we can still then, have a judge maybe because well no i don't know enough about sailor moon to be a, a good judge no i would okay. just he go off not. on how much i like their hair so <laughs> which honestly couldn't be a valid argument you it's know cool. like Maybe the dealer would have been like, I get the hair argument. So yeah. anyway, that was fun though. Yeah. Uh, now Trigun. Now we got to do Trigun, uh, specifically the Wolfwood episode, which I assume Jackie was really looking forward to the introduction. Yes. Okay. So I, okay. A couple things here. Okay. I loved Wolfwood, but I, and I might've just made this up in my head. I liked Wolfwood because I felt like he was like, 
he was a little cocky, but I also felt like he was a priest and, you know, he was trying to do what was right. And, you know, like, I don't know, like, I felt like he was kind of a good boy and he ain't a good boy now. That's funny because, like, I feel like I remember him being a dirtbag. He was a dirtbag. This boy is like, a dirtbag in this, this show. This true. version is, he's uh, definitely. He's got dirt he, all over his face. Like, <laughs> like. I don't, I feel like he's really dirtbag in this one. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I just kind of glorified him in the, in the old one. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Tell me if I'm wrong here, but maybe you couldn't he, see his dirtbag qualities for, for how honestly, James, I hate to say this. I think that like when I was younger, I was just like blinded by my crush on him. Right. I think that that <laughs> might be, I think you I might get be it. Right. I mean, after seeing this, I get it. I was kind yeah. of blinded by But this crush. this one's like, way hotter. This one's yeah. way hotter than the one. The one back in the day, he had like a bigger nose and he kind of didn't dress well. This guy's got like the high cut. Actually, he's talking to my boyfriend and I was like, my boyfriend's seven foot, by the way. And he yeah. like, I'm like, these pants would look good on you. Like they will come above your ankle. And like, yes. you know, it's like embracing the tall guy thing. And he's like, hell no. Yeah. never and i'm yeah. like this is what's in right now like you want to show off your ankle and you want to show you know no James, socks the ankles are a thing for men's sexy pants. ankles okay yeah. i've got i gotta keep that in mind. so he our, is our working giant sexy cross ankles. is also like is that a hot accessory to be honest that was uh, why i love the old one it is still it's yeah yeah anyway this guy he's kind of he's more f-boy than i remembered the old one yeah. being but anyway let's I hear did. a summary yeah, I d well, since we skipped last episode, I did want to briefly, like, talk about oh, yeah. the fact that, like, knives killed a whole bunch of people in episode. Dude, yeah, last episode was so... better than this one. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, it shoot. So it got so violent and It got so violent. He was dismembering people all over the place with his weird, um, like, oh, what, what does it Tentacle look like? Tentacle knives? With his, with his millions like, of knives. With his millions of, but the knives remind me of that stuff they put at the top of uh, chain fences. Barbed, barbed wire? wire? Barbed wire, yeah. It kind of looked like Oh, it was worse wire. than barbed wire, girl. Those are like tentacles. They were like... Yeah. Blah, 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 yeah. And just they like shredding sh people. The, the yeah. bits, the Gundam bits vibes, where he could just oh, like, right. they could swirl around him and like twirl and yeah. do all of his murdering for him long distance. It was, yeah, intense. And they also, they also set up the uh, kind of questioning Vash. I feel like this was more apparent in the original that Vash is like a, a stalwart pacifist. Like, he doesn't believe in, like, hurting or killing people. That's why he runs away most of the time. And he's asked by, I think, three different people, three different times in episode three of which side he's on. Like, they're telling him, like, you need to pick a side. Are you, aren't you on my side? I'm your crazy evil brother. Or aren't you on our side? We're the, you know, villagers that are being attacked. Or aren't you on my, you know, he gets asked that three different times and he never answers. And so I feel like. I just wanted to go forward in episode four with that, like in our mind, because I feel like that's going to be important later as far as like themes and character development within yeah. the series. But also, yeah. yo, knives is nuts. And also, I don't remember Jackie. There's a lot of things I, I maybe don't. The bomb guy. Loki had a crush on him. I was like, in this, I have series? a crush on everyone. <laughs> yes, yes. The, the guy that had he was like, that covered his whole yes. the Mad Max looking yes. like <laughs> He looks like an he enemy in a borderland. You know why? Because he's giving me he's giving me stained vibes. Yep. That's where I was going with him. Like, so the, the guy who looks like stain, who looks like a and he was like, ninja turtle. And just as like a human. the lankiness, and I don't know. I was just like, okay. And the cackling like and the yeah. exploding, all of but that. But then his arms just got like I was and then like, you were out. Whoa. Can we okay? So like 
I am really enjoying Trigun. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I just am not sure like how receptive everyone is else is being to it because it's yeah. like I know that the CG has been like really bothering people. Like, I, I just don't. It looks great though. Yeah, me. I just Guys, don't. This it is don't, probably it the best me. CG anime ever. It, 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 ever. Like yeah. some of the things they're doing in this show. I, I, I was. I don't. I don't know if I actually tweeted this or not, but I've been thinking about tweeting it for weeks because okay. I've been thinking it over and over. Yeah. But this, I think this show visually is just as impressive to me as Chainsaw Man, just mm. in a completely different way. That's fair. But the yeah. the the way they're pushing the envelope, um, like even like in um in the I keep wanting to call him Wolfhard, like he's Wolfhard, <laughs> like he's a, like the, a, like the a, actor a Stranger Things actor. actor. Yeah. Wolf or wolf? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the thing that the way that like the way that they can capture Wolfwood using his weapon with the camera angles and the depth of field, like yeah. you just can't do that into the animation without like working someone to death. Yeah, and the yeah. fact that they can, it's just so, it's it so really cool looking. Good. It was really cool. Yeah. Um, the thing I was going to ask Jack, do you remember? Because when Knives leaves at the end of the last episode, he's like, and he, he shows up again in this episode. He's with some doctor and then some like little girl who has the same haircut. That yes, I don't yeah, remember yeah. that character. I didn't remember them either. Okay. To be honest, Lindsay, all I remember is was Wolfwood. Bash, Wolfwood, Meryl, M Millie, right? Who's yeah. not even in this one. Yeah, and I just remember they were like in a desert. And I really liked it. Like, that's yeah. all I remember. And I remembered I tried to rewatch it two years ago and it was just like really slow. Like, yeah. and I didn't remember it being like that when we were younger. Yeah. And it, it's different. Like, James Sailor Moon's very easy to. <laughs> I like this picture of Wolfwood. It's a good one. You got hit by a I, car. <laughs> I want to say something. I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> Okay. Moving on. Yeah, look at these facial on. expressions. Like, yeah. I, I know I, that people I, are used to the rigid. Um, yeah, they're not good, but like the 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 amount of expression they're able to get in like okay. screenshotting the show is so hard this because every frame too much, so Lindsay. What? What am I doing, Jackie? <laughs> These screenshots are just ridiculous. Yeah, they look like they're just happy boyfriends. They're just boyfriends. Yeah. They are. Yeah, they are. They really are. I would totally. Yeah. I am totally about this ship. So, to be honest, <laughs> buddy daddies. I don't really like the other guy, I, Kazuki. I don't Kazuki? really like the other. Yeah, no, he's, like, he's such just a good like, dad. He is a good dad. He's fine. No, I he's did, good I dad. really girl the nicest things. Okay, he's he's he fine. But I just I don't like him as much as Bash and I okay. and Wolfwood. Like I ship them over me shipping Kazuki and Ray. Okay, that's fair. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You like you, as far as the dynamic between the it's two, the dynamic. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. I feel like I feel like Wolfwood and Vash would be like the really complicated like breaking up and then getting back together <laughs> with like angry reunion breakup sex like every yeah a hundred percent. Kazuki yeah. and Ray would they're stable like they they have their home they're raising their child and yeah. yeah sometimes they get into fights sometimes they really screw up murdering dozens of people for money <laughs> but at the end of the day they have each other whereas. You know, Wolfwood, he's going to hit it and quit it, you know, six days out of seven. And <laughs> Vash doesn't commit either. He's Vash, always like, yeah. Vash yeah. is always running, you know. He's, he yeah, can't so. commit. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Vash is definitely anxious attachment. That's true. 100%. Also, yeah, yeah. I definitely think Wolfwood is avoided. Like, uh, he yeah. is 100% hit it and quit it. But I think Vash is like, I'm, I'm clingy and I'm going to be with you and bothering you for the rest of your life. Yeah. But he wants to travel. Them. Yeah. 
yeah he'd ask like a lot of questions afterward he'd be like was that good did i do a good job like (laughs) yes do you need me to do anything different and we'll be like you're i just i need space i'm gonna go out for a smoke and then then bash would internalize that for weeks and be like i ruined it this whole it's i screwed it all up Um, this is awful um and then he'd cry really loud and then wolf would come back in and it would just be it'd be hot but it'd be messy it would be messy i don't think they'd be a good match but we love them together um this weird kid this weird kid yeah wait oh yeah i guess yeah Yeah, zazie the beast yeah so this is zazie the beast who was he was in the original although maybe i should use they because he's like a Zazie the Beast is like sentient bugs or something like that. Um, like there's a different yeah. version of his his shtick in the manga, uh, the old anime and the new one. And I don't know how much of this is applicable to the new one other than he can control worms, the giant worms. This whole thing was funny. Him just like totally screwing For not up. Knowing last give- <laughs> that was terrible. He like went up to the kid. He's like, yeah, life sucks. Uh, you know, sorry you lost your, your family. Or I'm an orphan. Was, yeah, yeah. And then he was like, happened to me too. Bye. I was just like. <laughs> it's like also. Well, it's especially funny when you dollars. realize that, that this whole thing is just an act. Yeah. That they're, that they're putting on. So. Yeah. Yeah. Wolfwood and Zazie are putting on because they're in it together, which you don't find out until yeah. the end of the episode. Um, just a lot of. <laughs> A lot of I these screenshots. Ma- I guess it makes faces, it. Uh, it I guess it's uh, it's good to know that it was all an act, but still was just like this invoice part was funny. Yeah. I thought that was funny too. Yeah, he's so pretty. Look at I, him. I know mm-hmm. with his tinted pink shades. I know yeah. they both have great sunglasses. Yeah, and not the he... toothpick. Oh, that's a lollipop. It's oh a God. lollipop. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. The not... worm. I wanted to kind of. So this was like kind of Dune esque slash tremors super yeah you can't have a sand planet without a worm yeah do you guys remember the the movie worms no no oh come on it was oh tremors maybe that was it it was the one where they were like okay yeah yeah yeah, on the ground because they can sense your vibration yes who was in that movie that used to scare the hell out of me kevin bacon who is it it was kevin bacon I'm sorry. Why am I getting so excited about this? Reba McIntyre was in that. Reba McIntyre was in that? Yes. Wow. I totally forgot. I definitely remember Fred Ward. Yeah. He was like the ultimate baddie and every he was like he was just the hard ass. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. always one with a shotgun when you're in like, a I did not remember movie. Reba McIntyre in that. Yeah. Anyway, that moving must have been on. early before she started act because I mean she had a TV show later, but yeah. My mom used to listen to her CDs. She, my mom likes country music, but yeah. Aww. So they get swallowed. I had a really hard time picking which Wolfwood screenshot to use for our thumbnail on YouTube, by the way. I was like, I need to so make space, ones. but he needs to look hot. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, uh, getting swallowed by a worm. I was, as they talked a little bit, the bigger worm, the more detached electron. What does that mean? I was totally I lost on what that was. Okay. Just I, I honestly screenshotted stuff. this so that, like, I wouldn't forget that it happened because that it sounded like the kind of thing where like someone in the comment section of a review would be like, um, actually, if you uh, paid attention to the dialogue, you know that the way the worms work. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I still don't know. I don't know. They're like worms. Yeah. They're creepy worm things. Yeah. Worms slash tunnels. Because yeah. they're all like crawling around inside this giant worm trying to find a way out. I want to say it was really hard to get that screenshot of Meryl because it yes. was like, two frames. 
Yes. Uh, I yeah. had to freeze frame it for like 10 minutes to get the perfect shot. But it was so awesome. it's really funny that you did. Okay. Because I looked at your screenshots actually before I watched the episode. So when this happened in the episode, I saw it and it was like, I was like, how did James get that? Like I, I knew that it was like a really quick in between shot. Um, yeah. You spent 10 minutes on it though. Uh, that, okay. More uh, like five. That was an exaggeration. Still. It was a few minutes. Cause I was cursing at the Crunchyroll app for making it so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just get this in between. Um, I felt like this was the episode where we, we actually got to see the most of Roberto being useful for the first time. Didn't even remember him. <laughs> but I've sure. been seeing a lot of theories that he's going to die. And oh, yeah. Millie is going to come sure. along. Because there was that line, and I thought it was, it felt like foreshadowing where he was telling Merle, hey, you realize that if anyone finds out that we basically... I've been harboring the most wanted criminal in the world yeah, for weeks. Yeah. We're definitely getting fired. Yeah. Um, and that to me felt like, oh, maybe a change in careers is coming. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And and um, they um someone pointed out that like they there was they paid special attention to his his Dillinger. Oh uh, which his... I guess is the gun that Millie used. But like oh. I, I get people's big theory is that either at the end of the show or maybe at like a, at the halfway point, there's gonna be like a the real Trigun's going to begin and mm. it's going to be Meryl as an insurance agent and Millie and Meryl is going to be like the grizzled, like, Oh, like, one. like, like Meryl will get fired and like start a new job and then get teamed yeah. up. I mean, possible. Cause Wolfwood does comment on Roberto's gun in this. He says it's too light. Like he suggests it's fake. Like that yeah. it's not a real pistol. And I'm wondering, and I feel like that, that probably is foreshadowing for something. He's going to end up in some kind of fake out duel and lose because his gun's not real or something so he's been giving i'm too old for this shit vibes every yeah. single episode every like episode biggest death yeah. flag you can have yeah. yeah but maybe not yeah hey jet didn't die he survived that's, that's true so he was 28 years old <laughs> he was 34 how that's, old was jet we've done this before jackie <laughs> no jet was not I think I was here for the Jet. last time we had this conversation. Not 28. Do not tell me that. We've done this before, and you've had this exact reaction before. No, he's 36. I told you he was 36. Is he really? Yeah, okay. but we we thought he looked like he was like 45, maybe yeah. like 48. Like I I honestly would say like 50. Yeah. Right? Yeah, sure. Jet is not 36. <laughs> I'm almost 36. I'm yeah. not like Jet is balding and yeah. like. Jackie, my uh, yeah, there are a lot of men birthday week is coming up pretty soon. So I know. Um, yeah. Spike, Spike, I, Spike and Faye, I thought were twenty eight and like twenty six, but yeah, Spike's like twenty three, I think. Yeah, whatever. That's that's, that's wild. That's, yeah, it is stupid. That's just You're not. Right. That's wrong. That's just, <laughs> wrong. just wrong. Oh wait, now it says that he's twenty seven. No, uh, is knows. that the Netflix? Okay, so no, no, no. Wait, this is it. He's twenty seven. Yeah, maybe maybe it's Netflix's. I don't know. I, yeah. I give. I've, look, no, we're not doing this. We're yeah. not doing this. We're not doing this. We're talking, about, we're talking about Wolfwood's uh, gun because slash cross slash gun because James was talking earlier about how cool. um, it's yeah and it's how the CG cool. really like fed this scene quite a bit. I'm not still not entirely sure how Zazzy works. Like control the worms and stuff, but why is he working with Wolfwood? We don't know that yet, right? Or like why? Why they're I kind of I kind of 
I don't I don't think it's been stated, but I think this is coming from someone that knows nothing about the, the original Trigon. Sure. So this is purely speculation. But I yeah. I got the vibe that they were in some way connected to um the weirdos that are working with knives. knives? Yeah. I, I, I think it all goes back to knives for sure. I'm just not entirely sure like what, what does knives get? want? Plants. He wants to just and he just wants to destroy mankind essentially. He's collecting all the plants, and we saw at the end of this episode, we probably have a screenshot for it. Um, um, right here. Okay, so he's working. I don't know what the hell this is talking about, about gates to other dimensions. <laughs> yeah, um, that was mentioned a little bit in episode three because Knives mocks Vash for not being able to like access his gate and not being able. So I assume it's some sort of extra dimensional power they're supposed to have, which might be why knives but and when it was talking that he accessed it was there a scene that i forgot where he like did a thing i thought that... no i don't think so no. i think i think it's 100 like that's maybe how his his knives that he sends out works because he's wearing he's like wearing this garb that makes him look <laughs> like a robe thing. yeah his weird big space robe and it seems like he can disassemble it and it turns into some of the knives and then it would come back and like reassemble and, you know, just something that doesn't make any sense. Um, and so it's suggesting that Vash has access to some kind of powers that he's not currently using and that's called the gates or something. But what we're looking at here, I think, are a bunch of plants inside of tubes, like the one that Knives stole from the town. You can see the weird onion looking things hanging out in here. That's how mm -hmm. I remember them. They kind of look like garlic. Um, so those are all plants. Uh, plants are a power source. And so maybe this extra dimensional, higher dimension thing, they, they want to use all the plants as a power source to access it. What I remember from the original series is that Knives was definitely like a plant supremacist as far as like humans versus plants. And if I talk any more about that, I'm getting into like spoiler territory. So I don't want to mm -hmm. do that. I was going to say, is that any like. He definitely do you, does not do care about meetings? humans. What were you saying, do, James? Do they share meetings with the mushroom supremacists? Because I know that you're, I know that you're like their chapter leader. And and and. Where you I can are. neither confirm nor deny whether I've had any such meetings in okay. any such forest with any such plant people. Okay. Okay. But when the Last of Us happens, we'll we'll know that it was me. It, it wasn't not you. Ew! Oh. But those aren't cute mushrooms. Nobody That's true. wants that. That's true. Lin Hold on. Lindsay likes cute mushrooms. She does That's not true. like clickers. She doesn't <laughs> like the big fat boy who explodes spores. Have you, you have you played The Last of Us, Lindsay? No, you always tell me that I need to because <gasps> of all the mushrooms. That, and you always a lot of mushrooms. I tell you, <laughs> this is the third time we've done this. But no, I know I need to play it or at least watch the show. I heard the last episode was like prime time. So television. good. Yeah, yeah. I'm not going to like the last episode was like. Yeah. Don't watch it's it dope. if you don't want to cry for hours. So. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah. it was super intense. It's a great show. I, I honestly, Lindsay, you should watch the show. Yeah, and then you're gonna want to play the game. You know, so yeah, yeah. But it's it's streaming on HBO, right? Mm -hmm. Okay, I yep. have that one. Yep. When so, it's on Paramount or Apple TV, that I don't. Now let's get to my boyfriend Ray. Yeah, let's get to boyfriend. Yay! Boy, boyfriend I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wait. Papa Ray. Pop Papa Ray. Papa He's, Papa He's Ray. Daddy Ray for sure. <laughs> is this your life, Lindsay? <laughs> yes, actually. 
like people will get in the comments about um how Miri's so annoying, da 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 da. I'm like, you've never had to be. Yeah, she's a just child. a kid. She's fine. Miri she's is a hundred percent a kid, and a hundred percent this show makes me question if I want to have kids every time I watch it. And it's it's like she's adorable and she's wonderful, but she's a kid, and you're like, yeah. whoa, this is literally what it's like, you know. All so. you have to do is release yourself from the fact that kids make messes, and you'll never be able to keep up with all of them, and nothing that you own in your house has any real value so it doesn't matter if they break it and then you're fine okay yeah. it's a philosophical thing that it's the only it's the only way to survive it i mean yes you have to <laughs> set like boundaries for your kids like don't let them play with knives or or whatever but like this part where she wanted to pour the detergent that is kids sees grown up do thing kid wants to do thing and ends they up do making a mess doing it yeah. is you know it's all part of like their learning experience. Like a kid's never going to learn the motor skills they need to pour themselves a glass of orange juice. If you don't let them try and pour the orange juice into a cup on the floor and let them spill the orange juice all over the floor. It's just, it's just how it works. So well, it's so funny you say that Jackie, because I, I still, I, I still don't really want kids for so many reasons, but for, well, James, I had almost an opposite teacher. reaction. Well, yeah. but I teach teenagers. Which is completely oh, right. different. Yeah. But either way, that would be reaction. Yeah. I know. I don't want teenagers. I want them to be adorable and cute, and then I want them to be um, independent adults that will survive. You only get one or the other. You, you, <laughs> they either like poop themselves for a couple years, and you're wiping poop up, and then you know they're gonna randomly barf sometimes, and everything mm -hmm. smells bad forever for a couple years, and you don't get any sleep, and then they do this for a while, and then they go to school. Which um, this episode from a parent perspective is a perfect encapsulation of what it is the first time your kid either goes to daycare or goes like gets on the school bus and suddenly they're not in the house anymore and you're just like and miri did such a good job she didn't cry yeah she was very brave yeah she was so. yeah she didn't have separation anxiety or anything this one's just for me and jackie james you can look too though if you want this hey, is just i can appreciate i can yeah I this can is ray working ray. out I got, this, he's he's got, I got that man. bullet hole scar right there. Like yeah. That. Oh, that's the best part is that he's got this bullet hole scar right here on his shoulder. It's and all the scars, all the scars. Yeah. He's yep. just so he's scars just cars. amazing. He's literally would be the worst boyfriend ever, though. He's oh, like yeah. completely emotionally unavailable. He would highly be an avoidant personality, and um, he needs heavy therapy he's a recluse <laughs> as well yeah um, and he likes to play video games which is like there's nothing wrong with that but he would be the boyfriend where you'd be like yeah let's play video games for a little bit and then he'd just be in his room the whole time and you'd be like what am i like all right this is bad i took the previous but he's screenshot. pretty yeah he is i took the previous screenshot just because it's always funny to me the different versions of google that anime the comes up with legally that google. Yeah, <laughs> legally distinct google so in this case it's google google and it's Ooh. got this cute little winky face on it. Um, I, but yeah, I thought entire... that was like an umlaut. <laughs> <or something>. like, <laughs> this I is just about trying to get Miri into daycare and then also make friends at daycare. That's pretty much the entire plot. Um, most of the jokes shot have... fired. Yep. Yeah. There's no guns, no action or anything in this episode. Uh, this was funny. This is them basically having to fill out all the paperwork to get Miri in a state funded preschool because james you you said you looked up how much it costs in japan to send your kid to preschool and yes. i why don't you tell us that 
Oh God. So okay. <laughs> according to the, the, I think it's a match JP. So I, you know, I didn't do a, a super crazy amount of research. So this, yeah. like, this could be out of date or maybe not like super accurate, but their numbers for people that were like looking to find uh, daycare in Japan said that, um, uh, if you're going state funded, um, mm-hmm. you're looking at about 20,000 yen a month on average, which, which is equivalent is, to for right now, it's like 150 bucks a month, um, a month for one for per kid, which is nothing compared to what people in the States have to pay for daycare. So for those of you who have not looked up how much it costs to put your kid in daycare or slash preschool, just so you can, you know, like work a full-time job as a parent. Um, I did that. For both my kids, there's a big age gap between my kids. So fortunately, they weren't in daycare at the same time. And because of how expensive it was, I didn't send them five days a week. I only sent them three, $600 a month. $600 a month for my kid to go to daycare from nine to five, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday only. It's really, really expensive. You saying it's more expensive in Japan? No, it's more more expensive here. In Japan, it's like 150 bucks a month. In the US, for me, it was 600. Do they get government kid. supplementation or something? They get, they get yeah. They have government-funded preschool there, so it's supplemented, so the cost is much lower. Interesting. I also thought what was interesting, I mean, not, you know, I love buddy daddies because I learned things about being a parent. I was like, wow, like, their um, caretakers were, like, young people and then really old people. I think you know that's I mean? kind of normal. To, well, I'm, my kids I, like feel to- like it's, I feel like it's a mix here in the U.S., but maybe not. Most of the teachers at my kid's preschool when he went were younger. Like, yeah, because you get an early education degree out of college, yeah. uh, out of high school, and I think that's like a like base basis is like a two year degree. So they some of them they were like early twenties. There was yeah. even one girl who went there who had been a kid who went to that daycare and then you know what, and then came back and is now teaching. That's wild. It. Yeah, that's cute. Sorry. And the lady who owned it was probably like my mom's age I would have put her in like her early 50s or something the owner but most of the uh like most of the teachers were probably in their 20s they were young yeah yeah well you have to have energy for that yes right? mm, <laughs> you gotta yeah. have a 20 year old's energy to keep up with all those yeah choices. sure yeah because we see Miri here but then imagine you've got like 10 to 12 of them in a room together yeah, that's what lot. that's yeah. what I can't do. I can do like one at a time. Yeah, I can do one one small thing. <laughs> just um, one singular. Just one, even two. Yeah. I'm like, nope. You need to go. Don't choke on something in the corner. Yeah, like, please. Don't put sister. that in your mouth. Don't put that in your mouth. Yeah. How old is that? Oh, you yeah. ate it. All right. Well, it was on the floor. What's that and... quote from? Is this forty? Is, is it chocolate or is it poop? Is it chocolate? Ew. Or is it poop? Oh my gosh! Stop. Yeah, I'm yeah. sick. Yeah. Oh. Um, okay. I liked this part of the episode as well when Kazuki is talking about um, forgery and just tells Miri to quit listening and then she later repeats it to one of the adults because that's extremely common. Have a kid try to retell a story that they overheard adults talking about that was totally inappropriate for them because you don't think they're listening. They're always listening. They um, everything. Yeah, they hear everything. That's funny. They're That's the cutest I get, family. I get in trouble yeah. whenever I visit my niece and nephew because I'm still kind of bad at not saying bad words, but I don't want them to learn. So I have to be real careful about that. Oh, words. yeah. Um, I've told Felix like what the bad words are, but now he polices everyone's language in the house. So no one's allowed to say stupid or hate or... Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, 
dumb certain just like yeah certain stuff he was repeating uh this was funny i was talking to james a little bit about this before we started about how there the is common people <laughs> there is a um hard to navigate like a uh, social thing with both how you dress your kid and then how you dress when you appear at like parent teacher or just parent parent functions and trying to like <laughs> like walk the tightrope of my kid my kid needs to look put together and like they are loved at home but my kid can't look too fashionable otherwise it seems like i'm trying too hard and it and i'm like trying to uh assert some sort of image through them and then i'll look self-absorbed and and petty and it's um it's rough it's rough out there there's a there's a scene in here when they show up all in in their suits right they show up all in their That suit. is a great outfit though. They dress They both to look the they all look amazing. Yeah. Like let's be honest, they look great, especially Ray though. And all the daycare moms like look at them and then they get into the like the group chat and they're like instantly like oh my god. Yeah, they're like, look at these wealthy people. Oh my god, she has two dads. Oh, I want to get on in on that. They're too they're both really hot. What's going on? And those exist and they're scary. I was on a mommy message board once when talking about forums earlier when I was pregnant with my first son and I left it because it got like so catty and like I can um, only imagine. It was awful. Oh, it was, I can It was run imagine. on a Disney website, guys. Like the website was owned by Disney and we had like moms in there who were like yelling at you cuz you let your kid drink sweet tea or um oh, circumcision debates all kinds of it's just oh, no i was We're like good on that. i'm out i'm out We're very good on that yeah definitely good on that yeah um by the way Lindsay, when you're talking about dressing all i could think of was when we were at the airport Yo. and you were in that witch moo moo it was, was a like, can okay anyways <laughs> I just could imagine you in your witch hat in that outfit short of parent-teacher conferences. Yeah, that's me. Look, if, if, if someone sh showed up dressed as a witch like, at any parent me. meeting with me, I would immediately think they were cool. I'd be like, that's oh, you're, I... you're a cool parent. Like, I like you. I felt that. It was like, Jackie and I got split up at security. We were both catching <laughs> flights next to each other. And someone approached Jackie. They're like, hey, I like your friend's outfit. <laughs> I, was like, I know Jackie about that she was wearing they're just like I like your friends I can't I really wish that we had a photo of this outfit so oh I have it in the closet know. I know it was like next week, you have, next week you have to wear it Jackie That's I'll wear it next week but I mean yes Lindsay's got to um, oh. this is where I reveal I have two closets of clothes I have one in my bedroom and this one but anyway it's a Our aren't big enough, so. This is oh. it. This is yeah. the dress. I, oh, that's great. You, guys, you have to see it on, though, James. It's like baggy at the arms. Yeah, it looks like, like, you know, like a witch's casting a spell. It looks yeah. as hell. Like, that's what Lindsay said to me. I was, you know, she came downstairs. I'm literally in like sweatpants and like a hoodie, and I'm like, okay, just for comfort. I'm like, it's exactly. comfortable. It's exactly. just a big shirt, really. I can like sit cross-legged under it and. Anyway, I'm, I'm literally crying. Right? Yeah, you guys can't see it, but like, there's literally, I'm crying. Because, yeah. anyway, moving on. Anyway, yeah, I had uh, overdressed for a parent teacher conference and immediately wondered if I somehow hurt my kids' social standing by looking way too extra before. <laughs> it's a real thing. Um, so, anyway, yeah, these are 
just the mom tweets. I wanted to point out again. I mentioned this James James earlier that one of the moms is definitely a wino. Like what, are her... the, what are those? <laughs> oh, are those candles? What are those that she? What are these? They're crab sticks. Oh, are they artificial crab sticks? Which oh. I oh. love. Oh, I love. Those. I thought they were something yeah. else, and yeah. I was like, these mommy message boards are going too hard. Um, yeah. Okay. Really, James? I was. I, I don't know what James doesn't know these things. He doesn't know. Oh, why, why, why are crab sticks in your profile picture? Oh no, that's a weird choice for an editor <laughs> as well. But moving on, I liked this as well. When they okay, so they buy Muriel the really expensive clothes, and then you know she's socially ostracized for it, and so the teacher's like, "Hey, go down to I guess these are called thank you marts in Japan, and everything's like four bucks. Everything's three ninety eight yen." Three hundred ninety-eight. It's, like it's like the Dollar Tree. It's like a dollar store, but they have apparently like a lot of the necessities for daycare there. Like you can see, they've got like individually packaged galoshes, and Ray finds I don't know some kind of character goods of some sort. He's just I just like that he's happy with his his plushies. That I, I love the running. I joke love his face. Like, he's basically just a child still. Yeah, because like, his he dad was so mean to him. Yes. His dad didn't let him be a kid, so. That he likes the two dollar hamburg steak. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All the like Denny's food and stuff. It's actually the last screenshot I got. I wasn't able to get a really good one, but the other thing I really liked this episode is they finally gave Miri her own room, and it's just a really cute little girl's room. Aww, so, yeah. So big rip about the mom. Yeah. I just was like, I don't really want. Any she's like, I suck. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's sad. I wonder if she's gonna become like. I don't know. I'm, I I could see the show leaving her for like maybe like a last minute plot line at the end of the season. Yeah, like, like she it, comes it gets back. more action-y all of a sudden. Or yeah. I could see her like like moving in or something. And like I don't know. It'll be interesting because on the one hand, it she does seem like she sucks a lot. And yeah, um, I, I think it's good. Well, I don't know if it's good that Miri's living with two hitmen, but it's good <laughs> that she's living in an environment where she is loved and yeah, appreciated. Careful. Yeah. Yeah, especially because we, we also got the insinuation that maybe Kazuki's pregnant wife got blown up in a car bomb. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's dark. Yeah. It's dark. Yeah. Yeah. But I can My yeah. question. Yeah. Um, I, this is going to upset people. Is this better than Spy Family? Ooh, that is a spicy question. They get compared a lot. And I've seen when the first couple episodes came out, a lot of people were like, oh, this is just something trying to, you know, get on the spy family hype or whatever, because, but it's two dads instead. Is it better than spy family? I think it's a better family drama. Like yeah. as far as like actually what it's like to raise a real child that doesn't have superpowers. Yeah. I think spy family has a little bit of that. Like mm -hmm. it, it includes some of that realistic stuff to make it more, you know, engaging, but I think, yeah. um, uh, like you were saying, Lindsay, I think these last two episodes are my favorite, mm -hmm. and the, it was almost had nothing to do with the hitman angle. Yeah, it's just them like, how do we like learn how to raise this child successfully? Right. And I think it's doing a really good job at showing like truly what it would be like to suddenly have to raise this kid with your platonic life partner. Um, I also think like something at least in my opinion, worth saying, is that I like Spy Family mostly for Anya. Like, Anya feels like the most entertaining part of that show. And, I mean, Lloyd's cool. And yeah. Yor is okay. As, but, like, as far as, like, character interactions, I 
The kids at the school are fun. But... The kids at the school. I like the Anya at school parts more than any of the stuff with the adults a lot of the time. Just because, yeah. like, yours always just kind of like freaking out about whether she's a good enough wife, which I'm like eh, about anyway. And Lloyd gets into some funny shenanigans every once in a while. But as far as like the actual family unit stuff, I like this more so far. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm like, I know people love Spy Family and I love Spy Family too. Um, for some reason, this one just feels more heartfelt to me. I think Spy Family is very funny and it has like good action. And, and I like the overarching plot of this, like, you know, this war that's going on. Um, but I find this one like really comedic and I think it has a lot of heartfelt moments. Like I agree with J James, these last two episodes I thought were like a lot heavier and the social things I'm learning about this. Like I didn't know anything about like preschools and what you need to wear and the yeah. costs and having to shop around and impress people. Like I didn't even, I didn't know any of this stuff. So yeah. for me, it's kind of educational, which I know is like silly probably to some people, but like, I kind of, I love watching Buddy Daddies. I'm not going to lie. Like two thirds of the reason I like watching Buddy Daddies though is Ray. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure also. We've next done a lot episode, of great Ray stuff in the past. Yeah. 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 We yeah. have. Well, I'm pretty sure next episode we might get like another action one now that um, Miri's in daycare so that yeah. they can have her like kind of gone for certain parts and we can get the action going and certain. So we'll kind of. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I bet we're going to catch up to that opening scene from the first episode where like they. She, the whole joke oh they got called because she had a cold because she's sick yeah yeah yeah, so yeah and, uh, we definitely have like some evil assassin guy who showed up in episode two that we haven't seen again yet who's probably gonna maybe hey, shout out the by the way to the the teacher the preschool teacher yeah she's a fun little character yeah um, she's cute. miss anna yeah she was cute yeah and she's yeah. like she's a bigger lady but they're not like making a joke out of it she's just, yeah. just like and she, you know she has like the deed somewhere to go to do the shopping like she's yeah saying. Yeah, I want her to be a bigger character. Like I want her yeah. to like. Maybe we'll friends. get little parts with Miri just at daycare or something. Perhaps yeah. a romance. That, uh, that if 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 he, I would like actually really be into that if Kazuki like fell for the, the for the daycare teacher. lady. That would be yeah. really cute. I would That'd love that. Yeah. I kind of, I kind of. He'd have to move that. out of Ray's apartment though. I'm pretty sure that's Ray's condo. I don't know. It just feels like Ray's condo. Oh, again, he, I don't know. He sleeps in the bathtub. What do I know? I don't know. <laughs> that's how you. Well, that's how you know it's his. Like, yeah, he, he owns every room in that in that building. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> too funny. Uh, All right, everybody. I think that kind of wraps it up for this week. We'll be back uh, next week at the same time, same places, maybe new places. I don't know. Maybe we'll start an anime news network Twitch channel now that we can stream to as many places. You as we should. Want. There's yeah. no reason not to. You no know what I mean? No reason not to. Could be fun. Yeah. So, thanks for fun. everybody showing up. All right. Thanks Yay. everybody, and we'll see you next Bye -bye. time. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.